Carol Mark at CJRU at 1280 AM. We're here to talk about the Flux opening, which is an art gallery showcasing trans youth narratives at 183 Queen Street East from June the 25th to July 1st, 2023. I'm going to be having a conversation with three of the artists that are involved who are youth and basically their take on the world and their take on art and how the world sees them and how art can change the world in terms of how they're perceived. So we'll hear that conversation now. Let's go talk to Ash, Milo, and Kane. Hey, 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 we're all here. <laughs> Thanks for being here. We're at CJRU at 1280 AM. I'm Carol Mark, and we're here to talk about the Flux opening. What is it? Flux is at 183 Queen Street East at 183 Gallery. And we have here a show running from June 25th to July 1st, 2023, showcasing youth trans narratives. It stands as a beacon of celebration, empowerment, and awareness for trans youth. So this exhibition encompasses a vast spectrum of experiences exhibiting beautiful existences through the transformation of their experience into art. And we have three of the young artists here. Uh, We have um, Ash, Milo, and Kane, and we're going to have a discussion about their art and what makes their art so special, what inspires them. And this is the show is the first, and I'm actually very proud. I'm one of the co-curators. I'm a former uh, gallerist and artist as well. The gallery's been running for on and off for 15 years, but I recently had the honor of working with Ash, one of the young artists. Uh, in another show, and what happened was we were doing this discussion about, oh, how come there isn't really any art in this area? And I said, well, let's put one on. So here we are a few months later, and it's going to launch, so we're very excited. So, Ash, can you tell me a little bit about your art? I know that um, you mentioned that each piece is an expression of your mind. It expresses your struggles of how you perceive and interact with the world. And when I look at your pieces, they're very colorful. Is mm-hmm. is there a reason why you use all that color? I think, like, I just really enjoy using, like, color as a medium because I think, like, in, like, I want to, like, create, like, works that are not something that are, like, possible to, like, perceive in the real world. Like, I want to, like, make my works, like, sort of, like, portals to, like, another dimension. And I think, like, using, like, colors and, like, using, like, colors as, like, a form of, like, expression is just, like, something that, like, I think is just, like, a really, like, fun and, like, interesting, like, way to, like, make things into, like, just, like, their own, like, beings and stuff. And that's, like, why I I like to, like, really use color as, like, a way to, like, express, like, my, like, mind, I guess. So, yeah. One of the things that I've noticed is, is your scale. A lot of your pieces are four by five feet, and it almost seems like you're pulled into them, that you're actually living your experience and your body is transported into that space. So is size part of it that you want the viewer to engage, to be pulled into that world? Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, I I think, like, it's, for me, like, sometimes I can, like, find it, like, 
difficult to like engage with like work that's like super small because it's like hard to like um like it doesn't take up like the entirety of your vision and like I when I'm creating my own work I like I want to try to make work that like is like on a large scale because I think for my personal work I think it allows it to be like more which like doesn't isn't like always the case but um I think like it just allows like the viewer to like fully immerse themselves within it and like for me to be able to like fully immerse myself into it like when I'm making it because like it'll also like usually take a longer time to make which also like allows me to like put more of myself into it so that's why I tend to use like larger scales for my work. Uh, Milo, I noticed that you've also been fascinated with things larger than life. And I noted that you stated that in your statement, you actually have that same conception. Can you take that a little bit further about your work? Yeah, I, um, for me, I like uh, value like sort of like awareness, like a lot of my work, it's something I try and like sort of like get across and just like going about your day and being like super like aware of your surroundings and like what's going on and relationships with people and for me like it just manifests on like a really large scale um and when I think about it like and I and I think about like the impact that um like are my the the impact that like relationships have I feel like it just naturally for me is like presented in like sort of these like large like landscape um, photography pieces or like big paintings um, because it just kind of feels fitting to like make it immersive because <laughs> I think relationships are like an immersive experience. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that because you also state that it's you're exploring moments of connectedness with the environment and complex uh, like relationships between people. And that you want it to have sort of like a very powerful moment. And do you feel that you get that across through your art? Or how do you do it? Because I notice with one of your pieces, the fur, feather, and bark, you're actually immersed into that forest scene. Um, I think that the reason, well, the reason I choose like the mediums that I've chosen, so like photography mostly and um, textiles, is because they just have like, a really deep sort of like emotional like I have like a deep emotional attachment to them and for me they just sort of like uh like I guess like wrap my ideas in like this like comforting like layer or like this familiar layer that I feel like um everyone can sort of connect with like we've all sort of been on like a walk in the woods and we know that that like experience the same way like we understand like um the feeling of like text at uh, like touching textile pieces. So it's for me, it's like a way of making my work sort of like more accessible and my ideas like more accessible to a larger audience. Do you mean in terms of the appeal, the visual appeal, or do you think in terms of monetary or is it both? I think <laughs> for me, it's visual appeal. <laughs> um, I like, uh, I, I try and um, think of like my work pretty like scientifically, like trying to like, like, re like, I guess, um, find like research or like analyze sort of like a question that I have. And a lot of the time my pieces are like charged a lot in like my own like thoughts and just beliefs about the world. So making them sort of just like, like big and um, like nice 
and like beautiful i hope uh it makes it so that i think people can uh, like understand them better and uh you know like want to actually look at them i understand that you've a lot of your experiences and your visions come from uh influence from uh inuit and native uh sources do you see that coming through your art? And is that why you're using those images a lot? Yeah, I definitely, um, like growing up, I was surrounded by like a lot of Inuit art. My dad was like, loved Inuit art and our entire house was decorated in it. So um, I think that like the patterns um, and sort of like the shapes definitely have like shined through in my art for my entire life. Um, and growing up, it's like, the sort of like patterns and shapes in Inuit art is what, like what I found comfort in. And that was what I like, sort of like, you know, it was my home growing up. And uh, so when I like make art now, it shines through as like one of my biggest influences. Um, it's very like, it's a visual thing for me. Yes, I can see the respect and the relationship between your art and our world and planet. So I think that that comes through. So, Kane, hi, welcome. Hi. I um, wanted to comment on your work. Uh, you also use photography and you also use uh, fabric. Can you tell me a little bit about your work? Because you talk about exploring the five senses and about connection to textures. That's the same thing that uh, Milo has also uh, talked about in terms of her work. So, except yours is a different vision can you kind of share your thoughts on that um so when people like think of fashion and sort of things like that the first thing that comes to mind is like aesthetics and how it visually looks but i really like to explore how we perceive it through our different touches our different senses um different textures evoke different emotions and to me like um i feel different things because of sensory and things like that so as a child like i used to love silk and the feeling of silk it would always calm me when i'd have like anxiety attacks and so i felt it was something that held very dear to me and i always wanted to explore that more with um you know different emotions with different fabrics and things like that and not only that but i also really like to explore um different cultures and different cultural historical fashion can you tell me some of the the pieces that you've put up that you wanted to share and your personal connection with that? Uh, there's a photography piece that is in the exhibit, uh, and they're connected by electroids, and they're set in nature. Can you talk about that piece a little bit? Um, so that photography series is called Interwoven, and it's kind of exploring, like, navigating through... Uh, navigating through a network of connections, which kind of means to me like how we perceive relationships um, with different like senses, how we kind of perceive other people, how we feel other people kind of, and especially in like the digital world, uh, it's really interesting how relationships are formed and how I find a lot of connections are based solely on the internet and how easy it is to navigate and find people through the internet, which was something that I found really interesting. And throughout my work, I really like to 
you know, explore relationships and connections and kinship, especially. I like that idea of kinship because kinship doesn't actually mean that you could be related by blood. It could be related by experiences or friendship or other ways. So kinship actually is much broader and is more embracing and encompassing, actually. Um, with kinship, so as someone who has been adopted, and I am Chinese, but I don't live in a Chinese family, I've always wanted to explore different cultures and the idea that kinship is not solely blood-related. And sometimes the feeling that a mother's and child's bond is only because of blood is something that I like to challenge, and it's a wall that I like to break, especially my art. Yeah, it's 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 interesting that you chose that. And also, um, in relationship to the show, I just want to also bring back to Ash's statement in terms of, basically, he states that our show, Flux, uh, recognizes the richness of trans culture, its histories, traditions, contemporary expressions, and the importance of creating spaces in art for the next generation of trans youth, especially when our existences have always been in a constant state of political flux. And when each of you talk about your art, you're coming from different places, and it's very rich, it's very personal, and you have your own stories and your own journeys to share, which is very wonderful. And when I look at the art, I feel pulled in. And I'm th hoping that when we have the exhibit that people come and see it and explore that richness and actually question and ask themselves, you know, those questions that you're asking. One of the things that I wanted to point out, uh, which is really important, is that 40% of the sales are going to be donated to Rainbow uh, Railway. And that is a global not-for-profit organization that helps at risk LGBTQI people get to safety worldwide. And I just noticed in the paper that somebody was mentioning that they came from Africa uh, through this uh, organization and it's never felt happier or safer uh, in their lives. So I'm very happy that we're able to donate money towards this. What was your reasoning for picking this uh, organization? Um, I think it's just like, it's really important to like allow like, like, cause like people like across the world are like constantly like just being like targeted and like at risk of like death and like hate crimes and stuff. And like, it's, it's important to like, like it's, it's not like necessarily like possible to like, just like solve the problems through charity, which is like something that like, is like something like, like is wish like could happen, but it's just like, I think like, it's just important to like allow like people to like have like a chance at safe life obviously and like just like I think it's just important to like choose a cause that will like help people like get to these like safe havens for like queer people like and like even though we like do like definitely have like tons of problems like in the west like with like the like targeting of like queer people like it's just important to like recognize like how like people have it like around the world and like to like be able to like um, help those people as well from like the privilege we have here. So yeah. 
Yeah, I was actually surprised. They were founded in 2006. It was a volunteer-run uh, organization by a diverse group of people. And basically, they've been able to do a lot. They've had a lot of media coverage, including a feature on CBS at, on uh, 60 Minutes. So I think it also, the name harkens to the fact of... Um, the number of activists in the 19th century who assisted people that were in slavery escape. And so this is a new era, and we're still using um, that terminology to help create freedom uh, for other people. I think that's very important. What I hope to do is, in terms of um, getting people out, uh, you can go visit www.amazingmosspark.ca and... Uh, book a ticket. It's free for the opening, which is Sunday, June the 25th from 4 to 8 p.m. and come and uh, join the reception and enjoy the wonderful artwork. We also have gallery hours listed. So we also have an online catalog. If people want to download it and have it and keep it, uh, they will be able to enjoy the artwork on their own. Uh, all works are for sale uh, as well. Uh, we have an NFT that was designed, and for $10, that money all goes to the Rainbow Railroad as well. So I wanted to just circle back in terms of the artwork. Um, what do you hope people will take away by looking at your art? So who wants to jump in <laughs> and share that? Any okay. takers? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I hope that, like, people can just, like, recognize, like, what, like, like, the unique perspective that, like, trans people can add to, like, the, like, conversation of art and, like, to just, like, be able to, like, try to, like, immerse themselves in, like, what, like, like, the creations that, like, trans people create and, like, just, like, what we have to, like, add to, like, the conversation, I guess, and just, like, for people to be able to, like, recognize that, like, um, and, like, not even to like understand that and like I hope it's just like also like just like like um just like something that like trans people can like view and just like feel like understood and like connected within and that's like I think is just like one of like the what I think is like so important about like having this gallery so yeah um something to add on to what Ash said I think it's especially important to uplift trans people of color's voices and I myself am Chinese and I like to express that through like culturally significant clothing and I really hope that it will touch other you know Chinese trans youth kind of thing and I hope it'll kind of inspire them to do something more with their art to maybe push forward to you know go out of their comfort zone and try to just show the world like who they can really be kind of thing. Any other statements? I was gonna, just going to sort of say um, the, a similar thing to Ash, but I just think that, like, like trans um, youth are, like, I think some of, like, the smartest people, like, I've talked to, and I've had, like, so many in interesting conversations um, with, you know, like, other trans youth, and I think that I it's just, like, a really great opportunity for, for like, the world to hear, you know, our ideas. Uh, and I'm, I really hope that people sort of like go in with like an open, open ears and open eyes and sort of like walk off out with um, new thoughts. I think also one of the things that struck me is, you know, change is never comfortable. 
pain, uh, changes also causes pain and feelings of anxiety. But if you can push through that, there is a rebirth of something really beautiful. And I think that you've all summed that up in terms of you're hoping people that come visit the show will actually discover something very special. And since I've already previewed the work, I can see that. Uh, you know, given the fact that you're only all 16, I see very, very mature work out there. You know, very well thought out. Uh, and I'm very excited for the future that holds for the group and the art that's being produced because I think that that will shift attitudes. And also art is something that changes you inside. And I think in terms of whatever they take or feel, they can process it. And from that processing will change attitudes and change behaviors and possibly change the way the world looks on everything, basically. And maybe that change will be positive, especially for things like uh, human rights and for the environment and for the things that really touch us as uh, human beings going forward. Does anybody else have anything else to add other than basically that 183 Gallery acknowledges the talent and commitment of our youth for this show and we're very excited going forward? Yeah, I also just like think like this like opportunity to like have like a trans gallery is just so important because like of how like political our existences are and like just like the fact that like we're able to like just like make art and like have like a gallery and like be able to like have that space is just like so like like it's just phenomenal like and like like just like it's also just like the amount of like steps that like trans people and like queer people have like taken in the past to like allow like things like this to be able to exist is just like so important and like even like and like even today like it is like still like it's like so difficult being a trans person and like but it's just like the fact that like we're able to like have a gallery that has just like like five like trans artists in it is just like crazy and like so wonderful so yeah well i'm so happy to welcome you to the gallery and hopefully the world welcomes your art and we're all excited for the opening and for people to see and see the world through your eyes and your artistic values so Everybody uh, come down and see us at 183 Queen Street East and check out www.amazingmosspark.ca. This is Carol Mark signing off for CJRU at 12.80 a.m. with three of our guests, Milo, Ash, and Kane.